Hi, I'm John. And I'm Colin. And I'm Brent. This is Hold Up. This is the show where we talk about movies from long ago and not so long ago and see if them shits hold up. Cue the theme song. War! Go to war! I doubt anyone here would recognize civic virtue if it reached up and bit you in the ass. It's a fray! Would you like to know more? Today we're going to talk about Starship Troopers. Ooh. The 1997 Paul Verhoeven film about a uh, alternate future, I guess, where uh, more along the lines of fascism has uh, become the uh, the primary political focus of the world. And there's some menacing bugs that are giving us a hard time, giving the Earth a hard time, and they put an attack on uh, Buenos Aires take out Buenos Aires and then we have to go to war with the bugs. I say we, I mean Earth. Why did they, why was it Buenos, what is it, say it again? Buenos why Aires? Why was it there? I, in the, so, oh. is it a book? So yeah, there's we should book. also say there's a book on this and the book oh, wait, differs be- quite a bit. Before from you do that, we have a, spe- a new guest, Brent. Oh, hey Brent. Hey, oh, Brent. hey, how you doing Brent? Oh yeah, I am doing fantastic. I'm glad that you're here. Nice. Me too, thank you for having me. Yeah. Don't say especially, me too, not on the show. No, hash, no. <laughs> hashtag me too. Oh, sorry. Stop touching my dick. <laughs> um so yeah there there is a book um Kevin which Stacey. actually <laughs> many people revere the book um oh, so much so that they find the movie offensive uh if you read online there's a lot of people who are like you didn't mean stay pure to the material and blah 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 it was a bullshit. book eh? we're here I to thought... review the movie on its own merits um so we can reference some of the differences from the book though i've not read it I haven't read it either, but I can tell you that it seems to be like the most obvious case of whitewashing Hollywood's maybe ever done since they put uh, John Wayne as Genghis Khan. Because <laughs> fucking the book has like Johnny Rico is Juan Juan Carlo Rico or something yeah, like he's that. Filipino like he's Filipino in the book. Well, he's one hundred percent like a not a white dude. He's yeah. a Spanish guy. Like, he's Filipino, and they're in Buenos Aires, like. When did Buenos Aires all of a sudden in this alternate reality become 100% white? Yeah, I was confused by that as well. I, I thought maybe there was an explanation for that that wasn't in the movie, but because I, I, it seemed like it was California to me. Oh, 100%. It was yeah. like L.A. That's what it looked like. Well, and if Johnny Rico's family were anything to take an example from, then it looked like, you know, Buenos Aires is full of kind of richer folks who were dissenters, like not, old not fans money. of the government of fascism. Like old money white people. Yeah. 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 I mean, some of the other people wanted their kids to go to war, I guess, but it looked like a very affluent community. Um, Which, and so, I, I don't know. I'm Now I'm wondering <clears throat> if uh, the, the kind of whitewashing of the movie was somewhat intentional because a lot of people out there from, from articles I've read and other things anyway, people think that this movie is like pro-fascism and pro-war. Dumb people. I think it's definitely a satire of both. Uh, And the book most certainly was, from from everything I understand as well, just goes into a lot more detail and and slightly more complex from the political point of view. Um, So I think part of the movie whitewashing might have been intentional um, as a joke to fascism, especially given Earth's history and, and, you know, encounters back in the 30s with it, um, that... Yeah, maybe it's all like the really good-looking white people. Yeah. Um, there are some people of color. I mean, I shouldn't say it's all white people. Yeah, they all get killed, though. Um, I mean, these people... No, the <laughs> one black person gets killed, like, right away. I think as soon as they hit the ground, doesn't he? Yeah. He's one of the first to die. Uh, uh, his name is Shizumi, though. I don't he know was like a black. red a what red the guy suit? from The Wire? He sticks around for a bit, doesn't he? He, he dies at the end. 
Oh yeah, but he comes in later. Too. He but, comes in later too. And yeah. this cast, but no one is whiter than these people. Like you can't get any whiter than Neil Casper Patrick Van Harris. <laughs> Casper, oh, his name's even Casper. And Neil Patrick like Harris <laughs> and Neil Patrick Harris and Denise Richard are two of the whitest people uh, you will ever meet. Denise Richard's basically porcelain. She's so fucking white and she's yeah. boring as shit. Oh no, she's terrible for an attractive woman. Sorry, that's okay. She's terrible for an attractive woman. She's brutal. She should have never had a career. She may as well have been a statue. Yeah. Uh, like an attractive statue that stood in the corner. Oh, she couldn't be more vacuous or boring to watch as an actress. Like, I had a horrible time watching her. And Ga Jake yeah, Busey is a white motherfucker, too. Like, there's no one whiter Jake than Busey? that. Jake Busey? Yeah. Fucking, he's part horse. <laughs> <laughs> those teeth? Jesus Christ. Yeah, I don't usually like to make fun of people. Takes but like, you, just like his dad. But you can't make <laughs> not make fun of his teeth. Like, oh. you just can't. Like, when you're a kid, like... Kids, other kids would like make other kids make fun of him. No, I saw outtakes where they were feeding him carrots. <laughs> Ouch. But with outstretched hand from Take a distance. Because <laughs> they didn't want to get their hand fucking bitten off. That's right. Um, I, so the characters and the, the actors, sorry. Um, <laughs> some of this movie's so oh. over the top. It's, it's tough to judge some of it on like how good or bad the actors are. But I definitely found Denise Richards off-putting with her portrayal. She's of, the worst. But I got to be honest with you. Going into this, I, I, I feel like that for some reason the movie got better. It it did, and I'll tell you why I felt like yeah, it did get tell better. me why because it's more relevant now. So when that movie came out, um, it was like like you're saying, like fascist propaganda satire, basically, right? And um, there wasn't as much of that as there is now. But now, especially like in the Trump era, and like you look at like the the rise, like and the seeming like. And all the okay. other countries that are getting democracies dying with dictatorship type leaders. Well, but we're seeing this kind of propaganda like become like more common all Absolutely. the time. Like this, this, this blatant stuff where you'd look and be like, who's fucking falling for this? And there's a huge people, <laughs> who's a population of people. It. Yeah. Well, it's crazy, but it does. And that's why I felt like this movie is better now than it ever was because it's actually more relevant than and, it ever was as I, far as being like that yeah, satire. And well, I, yeah, and satire makes fun of, the truth, right? The deep, yeah. the deep, and, the deep truth. And the really satire good. is like so, like, like over the top, blatantly, and like for the humor, for the laugh, and like sometimes there's something disgusting and funny at the same time, which is really tough to pull off. Like, it's hard to be grossed out, but also have it be funny. Like they do that a ton in this movie, actually. Yeah, surprisingly, I mean, it's really interesting. Um, from the news channel again, I love. Like Paul Verhoeven just must have such a keen eye because RoboCop was such a great satire that's more relevant now yeah, when than it did. was when it came out because yeah. we said that for a RoboCop episode and this one's very similar too. And even down to those news programs where they uh, they throw the cow in the room with the bug <laughs> and then they censor it getting killed and then the very next shot in the newsreel is like torn apart human bodies yeah. um, just because the government is really trying to push that propaganda of, oh you know everything for the human race and look what happened to our people and we need to get everybody mad and behind this war um it's really interesting so when you think of like part, one of the tenets of, of fascism at least fascism as we've seen it executed um on earth uh by like uh, mussolini and and to some extent hitler and, and all that kind of stuff um they need war to kind of make the society work they need a cause to get behind and they use war to get it and Michael Ironside's uh, character basically in the classroom when he's teaching the kids says that it's stupid to think that anything other than war um, will get problems solved. And history has shown it time and time again. Yeah. And so the human race needs that war to have something to get behind. And so part of one of the first things I wanted to ask you guys about was 
the war with the bugs. Did the bugs in the movie, I know it's different in the book, but in the movie, did the bugs attack Earth? Did they send that asteroid and, and, and start that war? Or did the humans and some of the leadership of the humans just look for that next thing to keep everybody rallied behind? And did they just kind of fabricate a random meteor hitting Earth into the bugs must have sent it and we got to go get them? Well, they were already at war and I feel like, and I, I don't know if it says this in the work in the movie clearly, but I felt like it was be, like just humans kind of were expanding in the universe or like, you know, dipping out there and somehow disturbed the fucking bugs. And then the bugs retaliated, retaliated and people took it as an act of aggression like they will or or like you're saying, maybe got behind like the military industrial complex and um, they fucking... <laughs> got in there because of that. I don't know what. I don't exactly. I I, I felt like in the movie they the the bugs they did it intentionally anyway. I like there's nothing to could, indicate that they didn't. In well, like I I like Brent in the classroom they were talking about the bugs and how perfect they were. So they've obviously made some kind of contact with them out there. They're cutting them but off. But I and don't stuff. think they were at war because when Buenos Aires does get hit uh, and all the soldiers are like not training for anything in particular, they're just part of the army because the that's citizens. what it takes to be a citizen. Um, when Johnny was going to wash out and then the thing hits and the guys run it back, he's like, "War, we're going to war." So that's when they go to war. With the bugs. I don't think they were in this state of war specifically with the bugs before that. And so, a, they declared war against them then, yeah. And, they and, were fighting them. But or, that is weird because, like you're saying, like there's all those propaganda videos beforehand talking about the bugs and everything else. So it seems like that yeah. was like a very clear adversary of theirs. I think that's how the... So my, my question... That's the point I'm trying to make is that I think the government did that on purpose. Like they... You know, the bugs have meteors that they can keep shooting at them, but they also said that the bugs fire those things up to pollinate planets. So are we to assume that the bugs are so smart that they're shooting meteors on a direct trajectory towards Earth? Like, I don't know. To me, it seems like it are was all random. saying it's a false flag? Yeah, I'm saying exactly that. Oh, um, that's interesting. And that that oh, meteor, that meteor maybe even wasn't from um, the bugs. That was just kind of a random meteor um, that struck Earth and... There's a crazy theory online that um, that uh, Neil Patrick Harris's character uh, worked with Carmen because um, she. It's so weird when you start reading <laughs> deep into the web. Um, but that you know she they were flying their ship right when she was doing her training. Mm -hmm. uh, she reprogrammed the course and she's like, "It's more efficient." And the guy's like, "Yeah, you're right." And then they randomly run into this meteor and. The theory online is that she knocks it off trajectory because she's working with Carl, Neil Patrick Harris's character, um, and he's in games in theory. He's like, we need to do something to kickstart this war. Um, so they hit it and it goes towards Earth and it hits Buenos Aires, which, as we said before, is this really affluent um, community that has a lot of dissenters. So they're like, we're going to squash all that, wreck any evidence of us having planned this in the first place, and we'll get the whole world behind this war yeah. with the bugs. I'm like, that's... You know, what, that's way out there, but like super interesting. But what I say to stuff like that is anytime something's not in the movie and someone's like, well, you can read this book or they made this short cartoon that explains it. I'm like, fuck that. Like, yeah. I don't give a shit. Like if it's not in the movie, then, and you made something after the movie, then you fucked up and you're trying to fix something. Yeah. They might like, be, they're yourself. definitely trying to force that. However, uh, in the movie, it, from when I watched it this time anyway, it was clear that they weren't at war at the start. They had made contact with the bugs. And they don't say they they blame that asteroid hitting Buenos Aires on the bugs, but there's no evidence that they actually sent it. 
We don't get any scenes with the bug saying, What oh, about the brain bug, though, that's sucking everybody's brains? I, I don't know. I run into that later on. But that's an intelligence thing where he, they're trying to gain... For sure. Really intelligent. Look at, the, look at the layout of the bugs. Like, they are a perfect military assembly. Like, they have, like, the artillery, the spaceship artillery fucking bugs that are shooting those giant plasma ass beams. And then they have, like, <laughs> yeah. the little, like, soldier ones that are, like, fucking stabbing people's thighs the all stabbers. the time with their stabby fingers. Yep. And then they have the brain bug that like sucks your by the, the brain drink thing, and then all of a sudden he has your knowledge. Like that's weird. Yeah, right? that that's doesn't really make any weird. sense. That's really weird. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know about I that. Know. Yeah, I, I don't know about that either. I'm, I, which brings me, this is kind of a tangent, but the guy whose brain they sucked is like 35. And he's playing high school fucking football with them in the beginning. Yeah. Then he's Denise Richards' fucking teacher all of a sudden. Like they all went to the academy. <laughs> they graduated at the like, same time. Yeah. And, and he's, then he's her teacher. Her lead. Yeah. How is that fucking possible? Me too. Yeah. Hashtag me too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm yeah. just kidding. But uh, so anyway, the uh, other thing that was really weird about this, not weird about this movie, but the thing that I like that Paul Verhoeven does, and he does it in a lot of his movies, is the way he handles the nudity and stuff. One of the best scenes for um for this movie is when they're in the shower and they're I all just totally agree with you <laughs> no but just wait they're all just talking and like they're men and women sharing it's the shower, shower yeah and there's like no close-ups of breasts or anything like that it they he, he normalizes that which i feel like a lot of movies they they like make nudity this like this thing that's like special or something or sexualized this is non-sexualized no, nudity it's, they did the same thing in robocop in the yeah, cops dressing room there's absolutely. just this chick drop and she's just getting ready to do her shift and none of the guys are like hey, nice tits ramirez it's nothing <laughs> like that they're just like yeah we're, we're doing it up. they're just all police officers just all yeah, soldiers and this, and I, they're all soldiers there's not yeah. enough of that in movies today it's just like as soon as the top comes off it's just all of a sudden it becomes this weird sexual fucking thing yeah, and well. he does that in this movie really well, where where they're just people. They're not men and women, and it's not all about fucking each other. They're just soldiers. I'm 100% for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe co-ed shower I, I want more of it. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure guys were like probably subtly like glancing around, but... Maybe. But I mean, after you do that every day for so, however becomes, long, yeah, you're like, not, whatever. And then all of a sudden, you're, it's not such a weird, rapey culture where you see someone naked and you like have to have them stupid shit. And that, yeah. that's part of a fascist culture would be like, even if you were suspected of doing something against what the society stood for, you'd be like dragged out and executed or whipped or whatever. So, I mean, that kind of behavior would be pushed out of the society almost instantly. Yeah, I feel like it's good world building. I mean, all, there's a lot of good world building in here uh, other than the whitewashing of everything, which is bad world building. But. The weird thing to me, though, about that world is like, you look at Buenos Aires, you look at Johnny Rico's parents fucking hate the the... The government, the, or, the government, and that whole movement. But they send him to a school which is one hundred percent propaganda. Like yeah. he's learning about the bugs and all that shit in school, and like his teachers huge about becoming a civilian, and like they they basically are, are brainwashing him the whole. That that would be like me being like like uh, Christopher Hitchens sending my kid to Catholic school. Like it doesn't make any fucking they, sense. They might not have a choice. That's what I was thinking. It's like the public school system. There's maybe not private schools aren't allowed because they would teach the wrong propaganda. So the government will only allow these schools. And so if Johnny wants any kind of education, 
and his parents are just you know and he was a dumb they have their anyway. own thoughts <laughs> yeah he was pretty You're not dumb. sending him to no private school i did like <laughs> that's spending the extra bucks i did like They're how they him to showed harvard though how are they sending him to I know. fucking harvard he got 35 percent on math i know they I know. donated a fucking uh, building library or something a wing yeah they do talk up the whole movie how you know people need to contribute to society in in whatever way and they they do a pretty good job of showing all the characters weaknesses and then subsequent strengths like johnny is really stupid but he's an awesome infantry grunt and good strategist and um uh dizzy is kind of like emotionally lost on johnny but she's like a really strong leader quarterback of the team and all that and then Ibanez uh can't handle the you know getting down with the bugs and she throws up in that one class but she's like a rock solid pilot so i like how they show the characters weaknesses and strengths and they have they kind of play towards that and figure out where they where they belong in life that was solid i did like that dizzy was the quarterback i thought that that was a pretty interesting thing like, <laughs> although the football stuff so yeah. <laughs> within like so yes we're building a world and it's overly cheesy and and i think it's to good effect because although you start watching it and you whether you realize it or not that you're watching a fascist society go and you can think back to mussolini and hitler and be like that's bad so it's satirizing that that's all good. And the fact that you're cheering for people later on means you're actually cheering for the fascists. Good or bad, whatever that is. But within that, there are a couple of scenes like around the action. And so the football scene is a huge one for me. And I love football. And this shit was whatever sport they were fucking playing was just ridiculous. <laughs> so and I, I like it's mostly because of the flip six three hole uh, yes, play. The yeah. So the whole plan of this play was you that remembered Dizzy the name of the take, play. Take the snap. And then she's no blocking. She's got to like shoulder check two guys. Yeah. I guess good that she guys. can do that. And then she throws the ball downfield and Johnny's whole plan is to like, I'm going to make sure the defense runs at me and is going to illegally tackle me. And then I will flip over their heads, run more, then catch the ball and then get in the end zone. And plus he's like, it's like a 30 yard field they're playing on. He runs for a really long time. Yeah. Um, and then there's the similar kind of garbage when they're in the training camp and they're using the laser rifles and she says, do the play again. And he's like, okay. And he runs up and flips over people's heads and shoots two guns. Like none of that was like actually strategic in a way that would allow him to dodge bullets or, or get to the flag. It was mm -hmm. like, just jump over them and hope they're really bad shots and you wield two guns and go. So <laughs> within the awesomeness of the, of the setup and, and the political world and the world building, all that kind of stuff they set up, there's little bits of that garbage that are... I feel though that choice. it's kind of this was kind of during that nine one oh nine nine one oh what is the fucking show called? Nine oh two one oh it was kinda of in that era and I felt like they were making fun it was of ninety seven, right? Yeah. And I feel like they were but they I feel so like they're after nine oh two one oh. No, but I feel like they were making was fun it? of that type of uh T V show or movie. Oh. Like I always felt like the way, you know, with them being football and cheerleaders and like they're all white and they're all like Yeah. The wrong time, really good looking. Yeah, I, I kind of felt. I, I, I was hope at least I hope he was making fun of that because if he wasn't, it's really no. Bad. I I have to believe he's like such a good. Well, I can't say overall great filmmaker because I haven't seen Showgirls in a while, so I don't want to go too far ahead. <laughs> yeah, but he's some made some parts of, in there. like Total Recall, which we'll have to do at some point for this show, and and this movie and uh, RoboCop are all like really good and like will go down as timeless classics. I feel like way, RoboCop, right? yes, because we already did that one, but I don't know about Total Recall. I don't know either. We'll have to. We'll I don't have think to that one. I, I don't. Be a hold I, up I don't think that will hold up. But that's another show, I'm sure. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, yeah, so anyway, so like, so we've, what have we talked about so far? We got the actors, which are kind of 
hit and miss. Like it's everyone's acting so over the top as is that really I think Casper Van Diem did a really great job with it. Michael Ironside is solid. Neil Patrick Harris going from the you know the cocky, really smart kid to the colonel. I like the drill sergeant. He made Put your hand on that wall. Yeah, I fucking want to remember <laughs> that guy's name because I love him. Even Jake Busey is like serviceable in the role he's given. So it's really only Denise Richards that I find as the weak actress. She's brutal, and she would. I think it was just because she was hot at this time. Like she was kind of. It was her time. And yeah, she was in like two or three movies in a row, and yeah. that was it. Yeah, yeah. but so, she has no acting chops at no. all. No, no, she's really bad. Yeah. yeah, she was making it on her looks. And I was definitely not, she was never going to uh, be a, a, a super great actress. It bugged me that Rico chose her over fucking Dizzy or Desi or whatever. Me too. She's automatically better. Yeah. Dina Meyer. Yeah. Totally. And actually wants him. She's still acting, Dina Meyer. She's around still. So she's It's made nice a that he does herself, get it. It's good. nice that he does. You know, they do get together before she like bleeds to death and spits blood all over his face. Yeah. That was pretty gross. Yeah. It's way less attractive during that scene. So yeah. what do you guys think of like this movie? It's is... easier for her to go that way where she's like, <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Kiss, kiss me, Johnny. He's like, no, I got to no. have, I got no. to have you, Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> black, black. I got to have you. Like, so this movie is ultra violent. Oh yeah. Um, what do you guys think of that? Was it over the top? Was it necessary? Was it so over the top? It was on purpose and therefore less serious. Like, it is super gory. The flash cuts he used when the, the guy gets his head blown off in training was like such a good smash cut. I was like, oh my God. And people getting dismembered and shit. Like the, the CG effects in this movie are really, really good. Shockingly, the special effects for what it, that movie was were fine. Yeah. Except for right before that guy's head gets blown off for a split second, you can see the dummy there. Yeah. So obviously, oh, really? I thought it was on purpose. Oh, it's like so clear. It's like deposit. He's there, and then it's like a flash where you just like it's like this dumb plastic head that explodes. Like, oh. it's, I fucking love it. It felt intentional to me almost, like oh. just to be continuously silly. I never. I just thought it was gross. I never yeah. noticed. I'll have to go back. Oh. Yeah, but the gore, the gore, like when Johnny gets skewered through the leg, like oh, yeah. it's massive, like the all the dismemberment and then just the dead bodies lying around everywhere. You almost become desensitized to it over time. And this is a kind of a trademark of Verhoeven because there's so much, there's also so a, much dismemberment. There's also a silliness to their um, moving up the ranks so quickly. Like one minute they're in training and then by the end they're like, we're the old men. But like they've only been in like two battles. Yeah. <laughs> and all of a I sudden, think Rico they're in gets charge. three promotions in, in ten minutes in the movie. Yeah, he does. And then yeah. he keeps promoting all his people. So by the end, they're like all like the leaders. I think yeah. it's like that whole next man up thing. Like in like in Vietnam, it's just like your lifespan is like fifteen minutes or something like that. Yeah. So <laughs> Yeah, what was the line? I'm gonna what? promote you. Oh, till you want it or no. Do, Till I find someone better. Till you're dead or till I find someone better. Yeah, yeah. that's it. So, that it. yeah, I think they kind of explain it that way a little yeah. bit. But, I mean, I didn't mind it. I mean, it's silly, but, like, t as a whole movie, they're, they I feel like it gets away with it. Yeah. Just because they're trying to wrap up the story. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that Titanic won the Oscar in this year for Best Effects. And I was like, Starship Troopers effects were far better. Like the, the models for the ships and then the way the bugs looked like, I, I don't know. I thought, I thought like even today it still holds up for how surprisingly how I actually thought it was going to look bad. Hey, yeah, it does look great. I like, it does look really great. And they must've no had like, they must've had great wire work for like the way people are like lifted up and tossed around. Mm -hmm. Um, and it just, it, it worked all seamlessly. So 
And good, I like the, I like the I like the aesthetic, like the uniforms and the helmets and the weapons were cool. And the guns they had were actually really interesting because they you can see the uh, the empty cartridges flying out as they're firing. And there's a lot of shooting in this movie. Oh my god, they're constantly like firing and advancing, firing and advancing. But like those guns are so fucking stupid to shoot the bugs with. And at yeah. one point they have like a PSA where, where it's like Doogie Neil Hauser Carrot, comes out yeah. and he's like, he's like, Hey, want to know how to kill him? Don't shoot him in the legs, shoot him in the fucking brain. And it's like, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they should have had another PSA to not shoot from the hip all the time. That's fucking something that I noticed that drove me crazy. No one aims. And just from a gun perspective, weapons specialist, John talking here is that you <laughs> never see, I don't think you ever see anyone reloading. I think at one point, Casper Van Diem, uh, Johnny Rico tosses Dizzy his last mag and says, make it count. And even when he tosses it, yeah. it's no more than a 30-round mag, and that's the only reloading you ever see, and people are just constantly shooting and constantly chucking cartridges to the ground. So from a weapons perspective, like it's a bit of a fail. They never talk about what the bottom underbarrel of their gun is, except you see the one scene with Johnny Rico pump, pumping it. and shooting, so I guess you assume it's a shotgun. Yeah. Maybe it's a really big slug. Um, but it is, I, I'm with Brent. It was like so frustrating that, that they're all like shooting like f 10 of them shooting at one creature. And I'm like, what about that PSA? Did no one train these guys to shoot the Nerf stem? Come <laughs> no, on. Did no one yeah. see the commercial? <laughs> no, sure. That should be in the basic. Um, and the other thing that I, I forgot to mention, but with the special effects is when Johnny Rico rides the bug and throws a grenade in. Some of that looked bad. He, um, broke a little a, bit. He, got, he broke a rib when he did. They tossed him off and he falls on his back. It just looks, it looked, he breaks a rib. It looks a little play. It's hard to train here. bugs. Yeah. Those bugs weren't cooperating <laughs> that day. No cooperation. But it did look weird when he was doing the whole rodeo, yeehaw, kind of thing. It looked kind well, of like a stop motion Play Doh thing. His or something. boots got to have adhesive on them because oh, there's yeah. just no grip he was on that Standing shell. straight up, shooting down. It's <laughs> like, oh, that's a little bit bumpy yeah, here. It looked like, like uh, an ice rink up there. No. Yeah. No. I do like how goopy all the fucking bugs' guts are because he's shooting in that thing and it's just spraying out. And when that other guy gets pissed off and is wasting yeah. all of his ammo that probably um <laughs> you shouldn't be doing yeah. that he's like shooting that bug and it's just spraying that shit all over them well, ain't that much was... to look at after you scrape them off your boot <laughs> well that's the other thing too is the the colors so so all of the blood was like that uh green or orange but what's the bright color it's the like fluorescence the yeah yeah the... it looked like glow sticks yeah and yeah, I, yeah. I think that was intentional to make it once again so because you you had to have the blood like that's that's kind of like a Tarantino thing he does, where where in like Kill Bill, like they they blood sprays like fire hydrants, yeah, so that you don't take it seriously. The that's why the colors are those ways. That's really interesting. I hadn't thought of that, but that does make sense actually. Yeah, so it doesn't. It's not super gross. It, it comes off as uh, comical. Yeah, which I think works really well in this movie. It, it's just this blending of of over the top stuff within some like serious. Seriously good satire of, of, of what a fascist society could have very well been. And oh, yeah. um, He's I just like love the way they blend it together. Because like you could you could look at this movie and if you did think it was pro-war or pro-violence or all, you're just, I think you're really missing the point here. Yeah. And actually I read some reviews online where people just didn't get it. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And it's... it's I did too. I, I don't know. I don't know if it's if it's obvious now, if it was as obvious as it was then. But people really didn't seem to get it on a large scale. I feel like yeah. it's a, he's riding, a, the thing that's good is he's riding like this seesaw of uh, either he's like 
a genius or just a terrible filmmaker. Yeah. But I don't know which. So it's like a really crazy balancing act. It's like watching someone juggle. He has a vision and he goes for it and he achieves he achieves that vision and then it's just up to the people on whether they like it and get it or not. Um, and I like to think that for this one, I, I get it. And um, I don't know. I don't want to jump the gun. I don't know if you guys have much more to, to talk about with this movie. But I just... I don't know. I feel like I could nitpick a billion little things. <laughs> I, that's the thing is I can too. Like I, the brain bug makes no sense. Yeah. How brain they find her giant pussy face. Like, Oh my God. And it's like gooey. That thing is gross. Yeah. That actually that's well, the how they find thing. her. They say that Carl telepathically imparts it on Rico on how to find that's her. That's a nice ad lib yeah. at the end of fucking bullshit. I hate that shit. What though. was the whole, like, is that the purpose of the psychic shit? Cause that's really the only purpose that psychic shit serves ever. In the movie. Yeah. Well, and he touches it. Actually, that was cheesy. Yeah, where he touches it, like, it's afraid. Yeah. And yeah everyone, no fucking shit. Cheers. It's in a fucking net surrounded by its enemies. Thanks, psychic. And someone yeah. just cut off its brain straw. So, like, yeah. it's, I'd be scared too, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah, like, any fucking buddy could have fucking figured that out without touching the bug. Yeah. It's afraid. Fuck you. Yeah, they just, they have fucking poor strategy the whole time. <laughs> Considering the weapons they have, like, they have, like, these little nukes. And, but they still like choose to shoot tiny fucking bullets. Yeah, like, and they choose to put troopers on the ground when they could be using like bunker busters, or they drop a like yeah. napalm on on them at some point. So, I guess I guess part of the way you could argue against that is that they really wanted to get that brain bug and and study the creatures, so they couldn't do mass destruction. Like they could have just nuked all the planets yeah. and won, but that's not what they're about, right? They're about lo- making the war go longer so that they can have their people getting behind something and it's all for the betterment of society, even though individuals will die. Um, That's why it's so interesting. Like some people would watch this movie and say, you're thinking about it too much. That's you're getting too deep. But I think that's exactly the point is, is is from the political aspect in my mind anyway. And this is my opinion is that the bugs likely had nothing to do with that meteor hitting earth. And that we, the earthlings struck out and found these planets that for whatever reason had something that either, they wanted on that planet or they saw these creatures and were like, this is what we'll use for the next decade or so as something for our people. Can to you rally tell me on. if any of that's in the book? I can't. I know you haven't read the book. I'm, but I'm pretty sure like the, the bugs are actually smarter. There's a third race of creatures, the, the skinnies or the slims or something like that in the book as well. Hmm. And there's a little bit more around the politics. Um, I think the bugs do intentionally attack the humans in, in the, the book. In the book. But I think it's kind of left vague on purpose. I think I just think movie. when he touches Neil Patrick Harris, t- Neil Patrick Harris touches the bug and then reads its mind. He should have said something like more obscure, like if it has to choose between salty or sweet, it likes salty snacks. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> the bug says stop stalling. <laughs> <laughs> like anything yeah. other than like the obvious, like it says it's hot today, like. It, but it's part of the che- I don't know. It's, it's part of that cheesiness that just kind of goes I know. the whole, the yeah, whole thing. Well, so and the crowd cheers. Like, cheer. yay, they're afraid of us. Like, we're winning. Like, that kind of shit. Yeah. It's like a rah, rah, rah thing. Even that so. would have been better. It says we're winning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been better than it's afraid. It's in a net. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. The one good thing about Doogie Hauser is when he comes into that thing after that uh, Johnny Rico's group is, like, completely, like, uh, trapped yeah. on that thing. And he's like, I'm sorry it had to be you, but like we needed to do this. Yeah. That's actually a really real moment where he's like, where he's like, we like are purposely sending some people to their death for the greater good, right? Yeah. And that's like the only moment in that show I felt like where there's like actual military 
reality kind of brought into it where everything isn't just like overboard kind of like this like like grotesquely comical blood and war and like just yeah. marching forward and like this random group i agree like, with that yeah, yeah. but it's that's probably- the only time we see that too we don't get that level like all you really see of the the, um, the military thinking is the the supreme leader or chancellor who they replace once on a TV program, but you don't get to be in any of the war room decisions or thinking or talking. You just get yeah. to see Neil Patrick Harris once as the colonel. And I, I love that scene too, because, oh, you don't agree? Well, too bad. Yeah, This is what we're doing. And it's like, you guys just go and do. So you're kind of living the grunt life for the whole thing, which is all about the war and the craziness. And then you get that one little flash that someone is thinking about this a little bit more about um, and if i was in the writer's room one of the major things i would have changed on this if i would have read the script was like diz should have got together with Rico and she should have got together the pilot but instead what they do is they kill off their other two love interests so they can be together at the end and that's garbage i don't know if they actually do get together at the yeah, end yeah i don't think but that, they... that but why kill the other two off if, if you're not opening the door for Rico and her to be happy ever at bullshit it's bullshit it yeah I'll tell you what the biggest bullshit of that movie is, is the fact that those people all have their entire fucking lives blown up with that asteroid. Yeah. And there's no sadness about it. Not really. There's, there's that, all that right news reporters anger. like blah, blah, blah. The bugs. Some people find the bugs is like the, the real like oppressed people. And Johnny Rico's like, I'll tell you what, I'm from Buenos Aires. Kill them all. And then he's like, yeah. And they all fucking <laughs> storm off like happy to go get tattoos and get drunk. No one is sad that their families are dead. Not for a fucking minute. Uh, In defense, his parents are dicks. Yeah, I just... No, I, I'm just I kidding. Slightly, they were going to send him to Mexico or something. Oh, no, they're going to send him to Zamamo Beach. Yeah. Zaga Beach. Zagama Beach, yeah. Zagama Wherever Beach. the fuck that is. Um, yeah, so it got so destroyed. I disagree anyway. with that a, a little bit just because he runs into Carmen and she says, every time I think about it, I can't stop crying. And, and he looks sad. So there, there's been a, a bit yeah, of time but passing. That's, that's but that's one lazy line to yeah. do something yeah. that should have been like very obviously... But the whole point, the whole point of all that happening was wasn't to have individuals be sad it was to show that you know behind tragedy behind some kind of tragedy that whether or not it was to do whether or not the bugs sent that meteor or not now you have a guy like johnny rico who is like i want to wipe out their entire fucking race like genocide bug genocide because now i support because you know i had some tragedy happen to me and so i mean like if you think of like People in the states right now with like being poor and whose fault is that? The, the Democrats Im- kill them all, right? The migrants, and the, and the, the migrants coming to the border, yeah, like kill Ooh, them all. Like, but that's the thing. If if I'm like if I'm like, hey, fuck those migrants, and I'm, and I'm mad about it, you know what I mean? As opposed to me being like, fuck those migrants, am I right? They fucking killed my whole family. <laughs> yeah, it, that's it's yeah. fucking really weird to me. No, I know, I know but yeah. and I'm I'm not disagreeing with that part, but I'm trying to think. I was thinking as John was talking, if there was a scene where Rico was like. He got away from everybody else after he was all pumped up, and then you saw some sadness in him. And then someone came in, like Jake Beeson. He's like, "Are you okay, man?" He's like, "Yeah, I think I'll be okay." Like, I just don't think it would have fit the tone of the movie. Yeah. It would have been hard. Because you already to had put, that when Carmen but, dumps him, and, yeah. and Jake Beeson had to come in and console him there. Like, you still got me to kick around, man. I think and it'd be like, hard to put it tonally into the movie. I'm not disagreeing that there shouldn't have been more in there. I'm just trying to think of a way they could have shown it without it breaking up the tone i feel like it could have been it could have been done with that first scene where he's about to do the walkout right and then they're like he's like what's going on they're like we're going to war and then he wants to be brought back in like uh have his like because uh, he signs that thing saying that he's washed that he's out washed out right yeah and so he's like trying to talk them into wiping it out and then they tear it up he's instantly fucking happy again do you know what I mean? He's like, yeah, I'm back on. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Like, it's just, that would have been the moment where he could have been just a little bit somber. Do you know what I mean? Like, he like and just like appreciate. No, yeah. he shouldn't have smiled. He should have been like, like, fuck yeah. 
you rip that up and now I'm back and, now I'm I'm gonna, and retribution is mine. There was that's, that's, that's the line he uses. Like my family, my whole family was in Buenos Aires yeah. and then the commander kind of, or his drill turns sergeant his pulls back. out the paper, the commander turns his back. And then as that guy tore it up, Rico should have been like fucking going to kill every single one of them. And then that would have been a, better than the, yes, sir. Thanks a lot. High five. Tish. And that's a, all I think it needed. Yeah, you know? you're right. They had a little tiny scene where one of the girls was like, the bugs hit us, Johnny. And yeah. they all stand at the screen. <laughs> Goddamn bugs wiped us out. God that's Desi bugs. said that. Yeah. Was it Desi? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I just feel like it would have been a way more interesting story if, um, if they would have been like a couple in the beginning of the movie and then she broke up with him and they both found other companions like and like like brent said he should have been with diz yeah so that would have made more sense but like by them intentionally killing off both their love interests that is cheesy yeah i don't even know even if they would have killed off hers but kept diz that might have taken i think that would have taken away dizzy's impact in the movie because she's like obviously well then don't after him, kill and his. then they have that one yeah. Don't I, kill hers then. That's what I'm just saying. The fact that they killed both the people that they started to date after was cheesy. Yeah. And unnecessary. I guess the, the other pilot didn't have to die, especially no, no. since he went out like a champ. He's like, someday someone like me is going to take out your entire fucking race. That yeah. could have just been a soldier. It didn't have to be him. True. That is the scene where you kind of like him again, though, because you fucking hate that guy. He's a douchebag. He's a super douche, especially when, douche. Well, when then, Carmen runs into Johnny and he picks a fight with Johnny. He like goes out of his way to be like grunts or shit yeah. fuck you he's like come on pussy let's go <laughs> rico's like not a rank he's like rank's not an issue and then rico just <laughs> absolutely slobber knocks him with a huge right which should have put him down yeah he would have been he would have been dead the way he fucking wound up yeah. and smoked his ass and then he yeah. flips johnny onto that table like like a madman and then starts wailing on his chest with forearms yeah i was like they they taught some fucking wild fighting in pilot school <laughs> they totally yeah. did no he but so badass. think about this guys so think of after he spits in the bug's face yeah and then the bugs are both to stab him in the brain and rico and those guys come in and fucking start shooting and he survives and rico saves her and him yeah that would have been fine you don't need to well, kill then him he, then he and rico could have bonded exactly and, and then like, thanks man. and then rico is over her and those two are going to be together whatever the fuck but because well, the brain bug never gets anything from his brain like because they catch him right away so there is no benefit to him no yeah. other than to make those two open the door for them to be romantic again with each other it's, yeah. stupid. it's silly they would never be romantic i don't again. assume She's that there will be but but I, I don't disagree that it opens that door and and maybe maybe just, people people with you know that kind of mentality would be like oh they can be together again. exactly they're meant to be even though she treats johnny pretty much like a piece of meat through for the entire movie even when they're together at the start she's like checking out the other guy and my dad's not home so you can come and fuck me but i won't say i love you even though we're both going to certain death she's a pretty big twat about that anyway <laughs> why don't you tell us how you really feel <laughs> i don't think i've heard but johnny that word, treats dizzy the same word, way twat except, referred to anyone except in johnny a long is, time that john's bringing back twat johnny's <laughs> up front johnny's up front with dizzy because she's like how come we never get together and he's just like can't we just be friends he's like forward with her but yeah. denise richards is not forward with johnny she's i'm not like, saying until she's not something better comes along he's just a hunk of meat with no brain she should have said that to him she treats him like they all treat the fucking army like she treats him like doogie hauser treats the the grunts yeah 
Yeah. She's like, you're, yeah. you serve a purpose. You're good for the mission right now, but yeah. as soon as you And she does go, it so gone. badly with her terrible acting. But I'm just yeah. saying, as this that's what I'm saying is. Thick dick comes into the picture. <laughs> it, it, it actually, you. it would have been interesting if Rico would have saved that guy and that guy would have came up to Rico and said, thanks for saving me and her. And Rico's like, sure. And he's moving on with his career and he doesn't give a shit about her anymore because yeah. he, he, he found something with Diz who died. Yeah. And like, he just, would have, Johnny would have been like, it's what the infantry does. That's it. And yeah, yeah, totally. I actually like that a bit more. Way better. Way yeah. better. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, don't take relationship advice from Starship Troopers. Or um, us. Or us. Yeah. We don't know <laughs> what the fuck we're talking about. Um, so I'm going to, let's, let's call it here. Um, so, man, we talked a lot of shit about this movie, but you know what? It holds up. It absolutely holds up. I like watching this movie. It's, it's entertaining. There's enough undercurrent stuff that whether you're reading into it too much or not, um, that part of it, um, like... It just gets me going. And when I'm cheering at the end for this fascist society and I'm like, yeah, get the bugs and, and do all that shit. It's, it's pretty hilarious, even though their motivations are... Um, it's not the motivations of the people. The government, that fascist government is doing bad things, from my perspective anyway, on going out to try and wipe out that race of bugs. But the individual characters, they're just doing what they have to do to survive and they're fighting the bugs and I get behind them. I love it. Love this movie. I, I, I used to... I had more. I have way more respect for it now. I used to really not like this movie. Yeah. So I, I feel like because it's 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 gotten better that I it's definitely a hold up. I, like I liked it initially because of the action and the the over the top stuff. It's and so then fun. I stopped because the football stuff and some of the stupid shooting and flipping over people's heads that for a time is what I focused on. And I was like, there's no way this movie's gonna hold up. And I then think, I rewatched it this most recent time. And I was like, fuck yeah. I feel like the tone. He because of the balancing act that he just kind of because he stays on rides that line of cheesy and silly and bad filmmaking. Yeah, in but such it's a intentional way. when it's intentional. Yeah, like it, it's like I said, if it's whether it's in, it's got to be intentional. It and has if it's, to be. It is because so, it's in all his movies. Yeah, you're right. So I That's definitely his calling card. Right? Yeah, it is. So yeah. I would I would say I like this better than before. So definite hold up. Hmm. I, for me, I mean, this movie is a piece of shit, but it's an, like Johnny said, it's an awesome, intentional piece of shit. And it's better now than it ever was. <laughs> yeah. And it's just yeah. fucking, it's, I mean, I love this movie. And when I was watching it, I was scared that I wouldn't like it again because so like, John I. and I have watched this movie ad nauseum throughout the years. Yeah. And I fucking think it totally holds up. I think it's, like I say, it's better now than it ever was. It's better now. And it's a, it's so a weird. really good criticism on society, actually. I feel like what... Or like a, a view, anyway. Yeah, no. And what makes a movie succeed or fail is is what the person's intending on doing. And, and like, we did Gladiator a couple episodes ago. Um, and, like, a lot of people will be like, how can you say Gladiator doesn't hold up and this one holds up? It's because the, what, what the person was trying to pull off they don't they they don't pull off in Gladiator. That's what yeah. makes a bad movie. It's just going for something and failing miserably. Yeah, it's the style. Like Gladiator's set pieces and battles are good, and the writing, and, and that's is what bad. catches you the first time you watch it. And you're like, wow, amazing! Looks but so good. It the just music doesn't have the great. substance to to hold it up. And and Starship Troopers has the intentional style, love it or hate it. Um, but it has this undercurrent substance and. It never stops. It never it never betrays itself. No. You get it right away though. Like right at the beginning of the movie they show those little news clips where they're like, blah blah blah, the bugs. Do you want to know more? Blah yeah. blah blah. I love the, the voice. Thing. Too. Do you want to know more? Yeah. I love that voice. And like voice. that right away gives you the tone of the movie. Because it's red. Right? Yeah. Is it, it is red? red? Is it yeah, for the first couple of scenes. Yeah, no shit. It's his voiceover. 
So I, I just think that a fucking the movie, like you're saying, it, it does accomplish it really well. It yeah. takes yeah. something that could be fucked up very easily, and it does it well. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think anybody else could have made this movie. Like no, no one. Not like not like it came out. Yeah. No, it would have been a totally different movie if anyone else would have tackled it. Yeah. It's true. Hold up. Hold it here. Hold, hold it up. Hold, I never thought these. this was going to happen. I didn't think hold so these. either. I, I was so skeptical going in. That's the thing that in. I also Love like it. about Love this it. too is like I never, I, I did not go into this wanting to like it. There, I, there was no bias on me, my part in this. If anything, it was the other way. Yeah. I'd I really, say so too. I really didn't know if I was going to be the only person sitting at the table defending <laughs> this movie. Yeah. And then the whole time like questioning my fucking <laughs> Especially brain. for how much we ripped it in the scenes. And it's just... You know it's a good movie when it can still overcome all the little shit that we talked about. Most yeah. of it, like we said, is intentional. Yeah. And it's, is supposed to be either annoying or silly or over the top or ridiculous or yeah. cheesy or gross. Yeah. Gross out gross. Yeah, gross When out they gross. stick the, at the end of the movie, the device inside of the brain bug, which <laughs> they, looks they like... They censor <laughs> it, but still. <laughs> that, that to me, what a way to end the movie. Yeah. That's how they end the fucking movie. Yeah, yeah. I love it. <laughs> It's so crazy. <laughs> that device is a ridiculous <laughs> yeah. device. It's got the two arms and the spear in the middle yeah. and it opens the up. Corkscrew yeah. thing? What does it even do? What does it even do? <laughs> well, yeah, who made that? Is yeah, it specifically also, made for they've that? They've never caught a brain bug. They just found out that they really do exist, but yeah. they have a perfect device for the fucking vagina mouth on it. <laughs> yeah. And like, how did that happen? <laughs> they have and a if anyone says that, it's ever. not a, gym, gym, a vagina mouth look again. Yeah. yeah. It is. It's like, whoever designed that was like, very intentional. It's more gaping butthole, but you get the idea. <laughs> you get the it's idea both. For sure. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you heard it here, folks. Three holds up. I'd expect any of you to do the same for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what to do, Rico. See you next time, folks. Thanks for listening, everyone. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Our handle is holdup underscore podcast. You can fire us a comment or two, add a movie to our wish list, and we always post a hint about our next episode in the middle of the week. Feel free to drop us an email directly if you've got some feedback for us. Our email is podcast.holdup at gmail.com. Our podcast can be found where most podcasts are these days. Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and Player FM. We're also on YouTube, and our channel is Hold Up, which is two words. <laughs>